Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. It's that official time. When we take this worldwide. So now it's time to turn it up Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up We all up in the area like landscape Definitely bringing you the power slamming pancakes It's the mandate that you tune in It's time to move out so we can move in And recognize that this is no illusion I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion It all started off in the book of Genesis When Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him He touched his hip but he really could have devoured him and from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we gotta change lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh.
alive and living color, if you will, a 59 to nothing debacle against those Badgers from Wisconsin. We, I mean, I think it was, I think it was an extension of Thanksgiving. I think we had Badgers for, for dinner, Derek. Oh, we had Badgers for dinner. Nothing against the Wisconsin folks that listen to our show. We love you, we love you, we love you. Yes. But, uh, oh, for crying out loud, that was just, ah, yes! Urban yes. Meyer. <laughs> okay, so, so let's get back to wrestling. That's a great, uh, great Buckeyes. Let's go for it. Let's go. Let's do it. Number four, Alabama. They got nothing on us. I'm ready. Great. I'm ready for Alabama. I, I think that people are. Yeah, I think that people are, are are underestimating Ohio State. I think that Alabama is a is an amazing team. Nick Saban is a is a heck of a coach, and. You know, they're Amari Cooper is a Heisman, you know, uh, finalist. Of course, Blake Sims is a great quarterback, but people don't know about the six-five, two hundred and fifty-pound monster called Cardell Jones. And people, people, yes, people, people, people understand. That's that's he that's exciting. Like nobody else, man. I love it. <laughs> Cardell special delivery, Jones. I love it. I think that that is a best. I think that is a fantastic uh, name for him. Although the thing is, we we're gonna have to figure out something else for him uh, because the thing is, with special delivery, Jones, uh, he lost all the time. He was a jobber. As opposed to you know Cardell Jones, he's got a new special delivery. So he's the he's the new special delivery, but the right kind of special delivery. He's not the jobber kind of uh, of special delivery, as opposed to the one we saw in, in, in pro wrestling. But I tell you what, man, it's it's going to be exciting. We got we got so much to talk about today that I I, I want to sp- you know I would spend the whole time. Because there's so much I want to talk about with Baylor and us being deservedly number four and the Big 12 need a, need a championship game, uh, but we'll 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 get into that you know another time. We got a three weeks left before the big game on New Year's Day, uh, the the Sugar Bowl. So uh, we'll you know we'll talk we'll talk football coming up the pike here. But we also but we have today but but today we have Slammy Awards. We have TLC predictions, Derek. Why in the world? I tell you what. That's why I was. We were talking about that in the show before. The, I, I mean, it just seemed like this pay per view just kind of like came underneath our noses, and it just as much as I'm, you know, I'm a journalist, so I'm, <laughs> I keep up with the pay per views and and everything that comes up as far as WWE is concerned. But it just seems like. The, the 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 planning for this was rushed just as the pay per view was three weeks after uh, Survivor Series and it just does it just seems like they just threw something together and, and that's what that's what we've been getting. That's what we've been getting. It's it's, it's crazy because it's kind of been the uh, what they've been doing lately. I'm not lately, but I mean like from the past few years, it seems like you know you got Survivor Series and you have the Royal Rumble. The pay-per-view between those two just don't 
it's not supposed to be that popular. It's not supposed to be that great, I suppose. To me, I think it would be a stepping stone. It would be something that, okay, this person from that pay-per-view, he can go on to be in the Royal Rumble. But the Royal Rumble is probably not going to be until the end of January. So they want to have a gap, at least right. three, four, between the pay-per-views. So they throw this one in. It's kind of a filler, almost like an exuberant Monday Night Raw, I would say. So it's it's not supposed to be that great. I don't think it's going to be that great. I'm going to watch it. But, again, it'll be like a Monday Night Raw. So they're just trying to kind of set the stage for the Royal Rumble. But I don't think the Royal Rumble is going to be anything like we've seen in 2014. I think I have a lot of great expectations for the Royal Rumble. But I don't think KLC is going to have a whole lot to do with it. I sure hope so. I think that's a very optimistic way of looking at things, and I and I like it. I like the optimism, um, and, and I, I hope so because TLC is not a good uh, forecast to 2015 at all. But I think that uh, the problem what I the problem that I saw is that you're you're advertising people. You're, you're taking the element of surprise out completely. It seems like because you're driving Roman Reigns down our throats since he's been gone. Which is not good. He, I, and I, and I told some colleagues that uh, we were all a bunch of us was watching Survivor Series, and I was explaining that it, it's ridiculous because what happened to the element of surprise? You have Daniel Bryan, you know, being GM, and it's like you know Roman Reigns having r- random. You know, uh, via satellite interviews, and it's like you know the element of surprise should continue. I mean, it, it should never go away. You should have that when it comes to wrestling, because not only does it, uh, not only does it uh, really help someone's character, but it, it really, you know, we we live in a in a. We live in a um, a type of a smart nation, so to speak, uh, that people know different things now, uh, and people are aware of, of, of surprises and returns and so forth. And nowadays, it's like you know you got to give us some surprise, and the surprise that we we hardly ever get any surprises anymore. And when they have the opportunities to surprise us, it's like they they drop the ball on it because they have random, you know, via satellite interviews. So I, I really, really don't like that part of the WWE booking. And I think that they are missing out. They miss out on so many crucial, crucial things by having us, by having them, uh, by 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 taking away that element of surprise. I would take away the element of surprise, and it's just it stinks anymore. And I just wish so much that I could be surprised and happy when I watch wrestling. And it's like Monday Night Raw anymore. I mean, it's been so lackluster since and since Survivor Series. I mean, it just it hasn't. It's been so. Survivor Series was its peak, and now it's just been totally. Wall it up by the sea. I'm tired of it, and I'm hoping that you know, almost like Royal Rumble is going to kind of sur- survive 
and just make something really excellent. I mean, it's got to be a, a bright thing, a, a smart spot to start for 2015. The shine a bright star yeah, of the year. Make wrestling so much that much more better in 2015. And so it's. Yeah. I'm kind of open for that for the pay per view, but as far as lately, it's just been so boring and. I, it's just nothing's going on, Chris. I just I don't know what else to say. I don't have a great four C in the next couple weeks, but I hope 2015 starts out great, and I hope the Warrior Rumble starts it with Sting being in the mix and everything. I mean, come on, that's got to be a great. Come on, Sting for crying out loud! He's in the mix now. He's there. Yeah, Sting, the Sting, and you know he. There, there was a mention of Sting yesterday. And we'll, we'll get to the Slammy Awards and, and who won and who the nominees are. Um, but Seth Rollins mentioned Sting, and he said something like, you know, Sting took this away, blah, blah, blah. We'll, we'll get to that. But there were some thoughts that I had with a match that may not be as bad as I think that it it, it may not seem, it may not be as bad as it seems. There was a match that I just thought that I thought of yesterday in my mind that may may work out. So we'll get to there. Trivia, trivia, trivia. Of course, first trivia question of the night is Tom Zink, the Z-Man. Tom Zink defeated who to become WCW Television Champion? Of course, you can't say anything right now. You can't say anything as of now. Come on, I can. We have to. No, we got it. We got to give the uh, the Crave Wrestling uh, listeners, Pancakes and Power Slams listeners, we got to give them uh, an opportunity first, as always. And so we'll do that once again. The question on deck is: Tom Zink defeated who to become WCW Television Champion? All right, well, let's get into let's get into the Slammy Awards. Um, we're, gonna, we're also going to talk some NXT, time permitting. We're going to talk a little NXT as well. Uh, they got their big uh, big event coming up. Uh, they have like a, a live, you know, every few months they have a live event. Um, this event is will be called Our Evolution, NXT Our Evolution. And I'm really excited about it. I'm a huge fan of NXT. Ryan uh, Fuqua, uh, uh, the uh, Pancakes and Power Slams analyst, he and I, we talk NXT all the time. And it's it's very refreshing to uh, really talk some good NXT with someone because people sleep on the product so much. And NXT is a really, really good product. I'm really, really happy to see uh, just just NXT have so much exposure now with the network and it's really it's well deserved. I, I really like NXT, and you know we'll see. We're, we're going to see the, the the debut of Kevin Steen from ROH, who was formerly known as well, he's formerly known as Kevin Steen, but he's going to go by uh, Kevin Owens. Uh, although you know Kevin Steen is uh, a lot further than just a wrestling name, but uh, he's going to go by Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens seems a bit lackluster name to me, but you know, typical WWE. You got we got to find out how we're gonna, you know, really own the rights of you, just like they did with Kenta and uh, turning his name to Hadeo Tommy, which 
I think that that name is absolutely horrible. But still, I mean, he's been there for a little while now. And I tried to, and I'm still trying to get used to that name. That name is just a bad, it's just a bad name. It's, it's not marketable at all. And it's just not, you know, I wouldn't want to put that on my T-shirt. Kenta, it's just one letter, I mean, it's just one word. He spelled it all caps. And it's a cool, it's a cool sounding name, Kenta, you know. But, you know, it, it, Hideo Itami. It's just nothing about that that's intriguing to me at all. Hideo Atami. No, not so much. So Kevin Owens sounds very generic as well. So hopefully, you know, hopefully there's something different. Hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll hopefully it'll be exciting to 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 see Owens, and and you know we'll we'll see uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, the Slammy War starts off with uh, well the Miz and, and Mizdow with Seth Green hosting and then Miz and Mizdow presenting the uh, This Is Awesome nominees. That goes into Seth Rollins defeating Dolph Ziggler with a distraction from J and J Security. Um, I like Rollins and Ziggler. I, li- I like when they you know they put on some good matches. You know I I don't I don't know I guess it's the the <laughs> I, I guess I have an affinity for, you know, just bringing back old names, and I tell you what, man, I, I'm really happy. I, I'm, I'm really happy that of what I see. You know, I, I, I really, really, I'm really, really happy of what I see with the J and J security because, you know, there's 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 something about J and J security. Uh, that, <laughs> that there, there's something about J and J security that I'm really ha- happy to see because you know Jamie Noble. There's something about Jamie Noble that I just have an affinity to, and <laughs> yeah, because he's he's bust his butt, man, and you know former ROH champion when he was James Gibson, well when he was known as James Gibson, his real name, but. You know, and I love that. I absolutely love that. And as far as Joey Mercury is concerned, same same thing with him. You know, he's he's you know he's been around for so long, and so for them to be you know Seth Rollins cronies as J and J security, I'm a big fan of it. Heck, you know, I'm, I'm like throw them in a tag team title hunt as well. I would be totally okay with them winning the tag team championships. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I don't know if I'd go that far as far as tag team championship. J and J security is tag team champions, man. Book it. It's like <laughs> APA almost. That's what it kind of reminds me of. That's cool. I mean, that's great. I mean, APA really light. They could do something <laughs> with that. So I mean, J and J security. I'm happy with that. That'd be great. That'd be a lot of fun. Ziggler against Seth Rollins last night it was good. Yeah, of course you had to have J&J Security jump in to uh, kind of sweeten the deal a bit. However, yeah, I'm, I'm totally in. I'm totally in uh, gear with that. I think that would be great, J&J Security. I don't know if they're going to put them as uh, as competitors though. I really don't think they will. I'm almost certain they probably won't. Mm. 
Well, they wrestled uh, in the in the main event. Uh, I think it was a week or week or two ago. You know, in the uh, against John Cena. Um, but you know, I we'll see. You know, I, I like the fact that they're not just jobbing. They're not just a jobbing tag team. You know, uh, they they did job when they when they competed, but you know, at the same time, uh, they they're just not being plugged as just the jobber tag team, uh, which I'm cool with. You know, they they really go in and they really distract people, and they and they they're really there to help out Seth Rollins, and I, I really do like that. So, you know, we'll see what they do with J and J Security in the in the near future. Sting wins the This Is Awesome Award, and, of course, uh, that was actually one of the best and one of the closest uh, fields to me, one of the closest categories, because I think that was a really cool category. I think that, uh, to me, it was that there was, there was a bunch of This Is Awesome moments. Uh, I think all of those This Is Awesome moments were, were pretty cool, but... To me, of course, just because I have a sting bias, he he was, you know, he was the winner for me. I think a very very close second was the uh, was was the the segment the, the the opener for WrestleMania 30 when you had Hogan, Austin, and Rock uh, all in one all in the same ring. I think that that was. To me, without a doubt, that was the greatest opener in WrestleMania history, and I think that that's something that we may never see again. Yeah, probably not. And you won't see anything like that for a long time. Even though WrestleMania 31 is supposed to be a really big hype main event, you know, there's been a lot of rumors that Stone Cold's going to be back, The Rock's going to be back. But do you really need those guys to make WrestleMania 31 the best? I mean, it's you do, but you don't. I mean, I'd love to see those guys come back, but do the best you can with who you have right now and uh, just branch off of that. I mean, why not? I understand that injuries come in and things like that, but, I mean, seriously, I'd love to see the old guys come back because that's what makes you know the WWE what it is. I mean, you have to have the legends to make the uh, the new stars become better. But really, you can't focus right, on that too much, and you have to just really, what you have right now, make the most of, and make it something that everybody wants to see. Yeah, absolutely. I to, I totally agree with that. the 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 thing is, here, here's here's the thing. Um, the 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 problem with the what we have now is that there's not. There's not enough. The, the talent that, that that is being used now is not, you know, chart breaking talent. It's just not, and we and we see that with the numbers. For instance, you know, we had, you know, little John Cena involvement other than the main event, and the ratings for this raw. This was the second lowest rated raw in the entire year. That is horrible. That's really, really, really bad news going into the beginning of the year. And, and, and the go-home show, the go-home show for TLC was the second lowest rated 
overall in the entire year. That is not that is not exciting. That that is not uh, that that that's not you know encouraging at all. And so you know the the problem with the the problem with WWE now and it, it is the fact that there's not the big name guys to really you know uh to to really help someone get over that's the problem and they're just not there I and mean, of course you have Jericho who who tried to do that too many times and they they abuse that you know you know that you're going to come in and you're going to and, and someone's going to get over you know what i mean so it's like that's that's the issue that's the that's the big issue that i have is that you're going to just you're going to come in and put someone over but someone like a Brock Lesnar uh they're kind of Triple H you know kind of Triple H maybe Triple H but definitely someone like a Brock Lesnar Randy Orton when he was heel you know some you know people like that who don't who don't lose much they would really put people over but Orton's out you know Lesnar's gone you know and and he's in recession hibernation so to speak and so there's not really you know that that big guy to to really put people over we need Lesnar we need you know I, Orton as a face you know may work but Eh, may not. Uh, I, you know, Rollins and Orton just still isn't very intriguing to me. But you know, we we I think I think when they have, most likely we'll see. Most likely we'll see Roman Reigns go over Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I'm a. I think that's a really good idea because that's really a passing the torch moment, and it. And it's going to, in the moment, you know, it's going to be even stronger since, you know, Lesnar beat The Undertaker last year. So I'm sure we'll see all types of videos with that. So, but we, we just need that passing the torch. We need that, that, that really healthy blend of legends and newbies so the, the torch can be passed like it was at WrestleMania 16. So uh, WrestleMania 16 was a really good passing the torch moment. Because not 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 fourteen is what I'm thinking of. WrestleMania fourteen was a good passion of torch moment because Rock Austin, uh, you know, all of them were were really and Rock Austin, Triple H, Foley, um, those were four people. Uh, the Rock Austin, Triple H, Foley, those were the four people that were just uh, and of course Taker, but he was already established at that time. But Rock, Austin, Triple H, and Foley, those were the four, you know, biggest names of the Attitude Era. And, the, you know, WrestleMania 14 was a really good transition into really making them stars. You know, hopefully 31's the same way with, you know, really making Roman Reigns a star and Dean Ambrose and, and Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt. You know, it seems like the, those are the four, but... That's not really exciting. An exciting four to me, from what they've been doing, it's not really exciting four at all. So, but Roman Reigns will be the guy. They, they, they will. He will be the guy, uh, and and we'll we'll see. Uh, and the thing is, you know, we'll get to his award, you know, coming up. But 
you know, uh, PWI, P, PW Insider reported that the voting was 100% legitimate. So his award wasn't rigged according to the reports. So, well, you know, obviously they thought that, uh, you know, he was, you know, people, people, <laughs> people thought that he was, that the award that he won, <laughs> so you know we'll we'll definitely get to that. Um, uh, kudos to I, I'm glad that the, there was a post right before we get to, right before we get to the the the, quest, the trivia question on deck, which is Tom Zink defeated who to become WCW TV champion, but we are going to take a, a moment to to recognize uh, Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey. From the from the heavenly bodies, and uh, he um, at, at the young age of 52, unfortunately he passed. And uh, there's some a, a couple of com- uh, reports, you know, some say car accident, some say heart attack. Uh, it seems like it might be a, a Randy Savage type of thing, uh, having a heart attack before he um, that that led to 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 a crash. That's what it seems like it may may be. But we're going to take uh, a brief moment of silence to. Uh, to honor uh, former Smoky Mountain and USWA Tag Team Champion, Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey. All right. And good job. Tom Zink uh, beat Arn Anderson for the TV championship. So, Derek, you did not get the opportunity to guess that right. Uh, next question is, what WCW pay-per-view featured a 60-man battle royal? What WCW pay-per-view featured a 60-man battle royal? Uh, you got any comments on uh, Gigolo Jimmy Del Rey, Derek? Yeah, I do. Hey, I just want to say, well, you know, I didn't get a chance to answer the trivia question, so that's kind of unfair. So, Shame on you, Chris, for not giving me the chance. No, uh, you, you, know, you know the drill. <laughs> yeah, I know the drill. But hey, we got a lot more to talk about tonight. Pancakes and power slams, ladies and gentlemen. Tuesday night, we are here. Chris Featherstone, Wrestling Inc., Bleacher Report, Pancakes and Power Slams. What no longer Wrestling to... Inc. As I explained last week, no longer Wrestling Inc., but uh, for sure, RealWrestling.net. Uh, um,. Uh, yes. Oh, real, real quick. Yes, World War Three uh, was the correct comment. Uh, World War World War Three. Um, there's a there was a few of them. Uh, I think there was three of them total, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, two or three World War Three pay-per-views. Uh, we'll get the team to to verify that. But yeah, uh, as I explained last week, um, I'm on a I am no longer with Wrestling Inc. Uh, the the departure was kind of amicable, uh, and is you know I am op- you know we we are open to to re- reconnect in the future, uh, but there was some some reporting that uh, some information that I received with with uh, with the Rock tweet that was owed, and uh, yeah, so that's that, uh, but. You know, I still write for the Bleach Report, of course. I just wrote an article there this weekend. And, of course, RealWrestling.net. Man, 
awesome, awesome people over at realwrestling.net. That's actually where the live stream is every week. So for those who are uh, listening to this uh, via iTunes subscription, uh, you know, be sure to if you get if you have an opportunity, uh, if you're listening to this not live, you know, via iTunes subscription uh, t- tomorrow or or the following days, be sure to catch us live as well. I know that you, you know, I've I've got a lot of messages of people who like to listen to the show for the first time or again during work, um, uh, and I, I listen to it throughout the day too. But yeah, be sure to listen to us live because we got some good trivia and we got some people like John Crisp over at uh, RealWrestling.net. Um, you know who 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 seems like he's like the the trivia guru, um, and he usually does a pretty good job. Um, but we 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 play trivia, we play live trivia on the live stream, and we also have some fun on the Twitter page and the Facebook page as well. So be sure to catch us live if you have a chance. Uh, we have a lot of interaction live during the show. So if you catch us, uh, <laughs> King of the Trivia Ring, very very interesting and clever. Uh, but yeah, if you have if you have an opportunity, yeah, of course subscribe on iTunes. Catch us on iTunes if you if it's you know, if you can't stay up at eleven o'clock at night. Uh, it's Eastern time, so all of my people who live past the Eastern time zone is not as late. But um, you know the reason why Derek and I decided to you know we we've had conversations many times before to change the time, but one of the reasons why we keep it at eleven um, eleven Eastern is because of the people overseas and also the people who are not at Eastern time time zone. Like for for instance, Pacific time zone, it's only eight o'clock. So, you know, it's a good prime time to have the show uh, and so forth, you know, central and, and, and mountain time. Uh, it's only, you know, 10 o'clock and nine o'clock. So, um, so yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it, why was I let go from, from wrestling Inc.? Uh, real quick, I'll, I'll address it real quick. Well, I, I talked about it a little bit last week, um, but real quick, uh, last the weekend of Thanksgiving, uh, I, I posted an article. Um, I, 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 I posted an article that had to do with a rock tweet from CM Punk with the, with the recent Ryback and CM Punk craziness that's what that's going on uh i received some information about a rock tweet that i uh didn't look into it was it was you know heat of the moment i wanted to it's one of those journalism things you want to break um (laughs) you you want to um really break you know have that breaking news and 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 meet that type of and, and jump you know jump the gun so to speak when it comes to reporting news and i had the opportunity to do that i i put out that information without double checking which uh which i should have <clears throat> but uh you know the thing is with with wrestling inc you can't delete uh your your articles which is no good you have to go through Raj to to delete your articles. So, um, you know, my my internet was I was out of town uh, from from where I was at the time. I didn't really have access, but through my phone. And so, yeah, and and basically that's that's you know that's what happened. 
uh, and if, like I said last week, I found out via Twitter, which is, uh, and, and I didn't find out via Twitter directly. I found out of you know Wrestling Inc. letting other people know on Twitter. So that was a pretty informal way. Uh, I, I did receive a very regretful and sorrowful email. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, it's just a big, too big a mistake. I've let you go. We want you back in the future. Blah blah blah. You know, that's that's the email I received from Raj. Um, so, you know, that's basically where I am with Wrestling Inc. Um, there's some opportunity for the future, but, um, you know, I stop, I, I stopped writing for them anyways, uh, so much, um, because of, because of time. And I only wrote the, I only wrote the retro Wednesday, um, and ran, and just random articles every now and then, but it, the the retro Wednesday, um, I, I wrote for them anyways. But uh, I'm going to transfer that over to We Are Wrestling. That retro Wednesday, I get a lot of good reviews on that. People really like the retro Wednesday. I've been doing it for over a year and a half now. So uh, that's basically the, the the short and skinny, as much as it could be short and skinny, of why uh, Wrestling Inc. is is no longer for now. I don't know, you know. I don't know if if if, if I want to go back or not. I'm, not. I'm not quite sure. I've got some other opportunities. Um, I, I got got I got some other opportunities as well. Um, I, I I just don't know if 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 I want to accept them. That's uh, you know that's 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 where that's where I'm at because um, Bleach Report and WeAreWrestling.net are, are are my two uh, biggest. Uh, concentrations right now. Um, I actually had a paid position at WhatCulture.com, and because of time, I, I don't really write for them anymore either. Um, because you know, I, I, I because I don't have the time. So that's the that's the uh, that's basically where we're at as far as where my journalism career is. So um, you know, we'll continue to have the Pancakes and Power Slam show on. Uh, we are wrestling live stream through net, and also through Facebook and Twitter and iTunes. So, and I'll continue to write for uh, Rio Wrestling and I'll, and I'm a feature columnist for Bleach Report. Those those people's over there are fantastic. Bleach Report's been uh, nothing but you know nothing but respectful and professional with me. I've been writing for them uh, since April of 2012. So. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about the future of, 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 of my journalism career and it's going to continue to have some, some fun. So there's so much to talk about. I, I see some, I see something on, on realwrestling.net about the Green Power Ranger versus uh, CM Punk. The Green Power Ranger called out CM Punk and there's some reports that Punk might have accepted. There's so much, man, there's so much. CM Punk, you know, he signed with MMA last week. Um, but you know, with the TLC predictions and the Slammies, we have to skim through this. Cause there's so much to talk about. Uh, we'll we'll talk about more Punk signing with MMA in the coming weeks because he's not slated to uh, fight until 2015 anyway. So we'll have more enough time to talk about that. Derek, this question is for you: Who did Hulk Hogan compete against at WrestleMania eight? Who did Hulk Hogan compete against at WrestleMania eight? Good justice. Sid 
justice. You are absolutely correct. And this is for the live stream and everyone else listening uh, through Bog Talk Radio. You can't answer this, Derek. Who was known as Texas Red when he started pro wrestling? Who was known as Texas Red when he started pro wrestling? All right, let's get to this Slammy Awards. We have... Uh, Kofi Kingston defeating Stardust. I tell you what, man. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But I like the New Day stable. I. I it's something about them. It's the the off beat claps. I don't. I don't know what it is. The um, good job, Undertaker. Yeah, is absolutely correct. Um, but I don't know what it is about the 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 New Day stable that I like, man. And it's, I don't know, it's its a feel-good moment, maybe because I'm so, because I'm finally happy that Kofi Kingston isn't a bland babyface. At least he's got some character to him now. And, you know, uh, him and Xavier Woods, they have a good chemistry tag team. I'm glad that Big E, you know, he has something to do. He's a, he's a really good, uh, he, he's a really good talent. I'm glad that they're not jobbing him out either. So, I don't know what it is, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's those descriptions. But there's something about the New Day stable that I like. I like them. I like them. I, I hope that they win the tag team titles and, and use the Freebird rule. And you know, the 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 crowd is into them now because they have the little they, they have the the, the panor- panoramic view to the crowd. And how they're clapping, and people are clapping with them now. They're they're chanting "New Day" with them, and so you know, hey, I, I'm I I was I'm so surprised. I, I'm very very surprised that I like the New Day stable as much as I do because I initially I was like, oh no, this is a Nation 2.0, and then I saw the vignettes. I'm like, oh, this is going to be trash, but I don't know. It's something about them pulling the pulling my heartstrings that um, you know I'm I'm okay with I'm okay with the with the stable. Yeah, I'm okay with them. They're not bad. I like the new days. Something with like Kofi and Biggie Langston. They can do something with this. And uh, yeah, to go Stardust. I you know I'm still a huge fan of Stardust and Gold Dust. I think that's the best thing. That, the tags and have tag teams have gone for. However, with the uh, the new day, it's great. It gives Kofi Kingston something to hold on to. It keeps him relevant. It really keeps him in the yeah. forefront to uh, to really make something of himself with Biggie Langston. And it's wow, I like it. I'm not totally sold on it yet, but I think it's something that eventually they could really make something out of, and I hope they do. Because the tag team division could really use something. You still have the Usos, you know, Goldust, Stardust, Mizdow. I mean, this is this is a golden age. I mean, I want something to really happen for the tag team titles. I think this they could really add a new life to it. Yeah, I agree, uh, and we'll, we'll see how that goes. John John Laurinaitis with people power, Mister Excitement. He comes back. And he presents the surprise return of the year award. And I think it's only fitting that the Ultimate Warrior wins this award because of 
first of all, the return that he got, period, after all of the legal stuff that he went through in the self-destruction DVD, but even more just the poetic ending that he had for his career and the promo that he that he had, the Raw after WrestleMania, I think it's so fitting that he wins this reward. And I think that the Ultimate Warrior epitomizes people power. Disgusting. Are you kidding me? I mean, yeah. I love the Ultimate Warrior. The comeback was great and everything, but I really didn't believe that too much. I would think the comeback of the year, he probably had to be the Rock almost when he came back against Rusev. That was more believable in the Undertaker coming back. And this is, you know, people power, Laurinaitis. That's all fun and games, but uh, the Slammies last night. The Slammies are nothing. Uh, they mean nothing to professional wrestling. I'm not even sure why they're still there. I had to say that. I had to say that. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, really, the Slammies. What are the Slammies? They're nothing. Who cares? I, I'm okay with the Slammies, but here's my, here's my biggest problem. I've never seen an award show ever that's had awards of people who weren't there to accept them the most. I mean, you know, you have the Grammys, the Oscars, you know, you have a bunch of awards, and you you don't have you you don't have people there to accept them. But at least you have some type of taped, you know, thank you. You have a via satellite. You have something. Uh, but there there were so many times, there were so many awards that was accepted of people who just weren't there. Like, you know, we'll get to it, you know, we'll, we'll get to the list of awards, but the very first award, Seth Rollins accepting on behalf of Sting, it just doesn't make any sense. You're you're accepting on behalf of someone, and there was actually a, wor- a one that was much worse than that that we'll get to, but, but Rollins accepting on behalf of Sting. I'm like, oh come on, man! It just doesn't make any sense at all. Now uh, we got some we got some NXT love here. Natalia uh, defeating Charlotte. Um, I like I said, you know, we got we got NXT coming up. We got our Evolution coming up on uh, a couple of days from now, actually, uh, on Thursday, and it's going to be a really good special. I'm really excited to see it. I'm gonna there. I'm gonna watch it on Thursday, and uh, it's gonna be a good special. And so, kudos to uh, the NXT Women's Champion Charlotte to get some love on the main stage. Woo! Yeah, kudos to. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, kudos to Charlotte uh, that she was able to get. Uh, uh, opportunity on the main stage, the daughter of the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Yeah, the daughter of Nature Boy, Ric Flair, lost to one of the Hart family. And uh, I'm pretty sure Nature Boy's got to be upset about that. He's got a long feud with uh, Bret Hart and the Hart family. But <laughs> I was like, what was the point? You bring Charlotte out and then she loses to Natalia. Well, what does that do to the NXT? I was kind of upset about that. It was like something... Great was going to happen, and then you had that. I was pretty upset and disappointed with it. Yeah. 
I I don't know. I, for someone to come up with NXT and be the uh, main person, I wouldn't have been okay with that. I, I'm just glad that she got the opportunity. Uh, yes, and back to my World War Three. there was actually four World War Three uh, pay-per-views. Uh, the first World War Three was won by Randy Savage. Uh, the second World War Three, the f- first one was 95, the second was 96, was won by the uh, Giants. Uh, 97 won, the World War Three was won by Scott Hall, and 98 uh, was won by Kevin Nash. So there were three of them, and oh, there were four of them, and those were the winners of the World War Three pay-per-view. Next question on deck. Of course, the listeners get first dibs. All right, I've got four options for you. 1996, 1994, 1997, or 1993. What year did the Global Wrestling Federation fold? Again, A, 96, B, 94, C, 97, D, 93. What year did the Global Wrestling Federation fold? We had a, we had a, uh, uh, we had a, uh, a, what, what, the flavor of the week. (laughs) We had a flavor of the week. Uh, on the Global Wrestling Federation, uh, 1994. Man, yes, absolutely. Good job, man. That's good stuff. Who was known as the modern-day warrior? Who was known as the modern-day warrior? Uh, yeah, we had a... Uh, Gary had a, uh, fl- <sighs> How dare you? How You know the drill. You You, you just can't... You just you you've been with the show since day one, was, moderating the chat room, and and it became a, a a correspondent to a co-host, and all of the time that we spent together on on pancakes and power slams, you've known since the very first episode in, in April of 2012, what the drill is. But you still can't resist. Yes, Kerry Von Erich was known as the modern-day warrior. Next question that Derek can't chomp at yet is, the Death Valley driver was renamed after what ECW alum? The Death Valley driver was named after what ECW alum? Uh, Santino presents the shocking moment of the year, uh, won by uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, defeating The Undertaker at WrestleMania 31, Paul Heyman accepts. Now, uh, Paul Heyman accepting on behalf of Brock Lesnar made the most sense out of all of them. Uh, But, yeah, I don't think there was any type of, you know, I don't think there was any type of uh, dispute to this, of course. So this was the most shocking moment of the decade with him breaking the streak. In hindsight, and we'll get to this more later because I think this is a Flavor of the Week topic in and of itself, but in hindsight, I don't think that Brock Lesnar breaking the streak, it did nothing. It was it was a bad idea. It was a bad idea. You kind of realize it now. At first, it was like, you know, what are you going to do with this? Undertaker hasn't shown his face since. Brock Lesnar's been around, hit or miss. 
it was just one of those things yeah. that okay, it happened, and we're not going to say anything else about it because it happened. <laughs> right. There's nothing else to say. Exactly. I mean, it was such a flub. Don't ever do that to us again. Yeah. It made no sense. Yeah, that was. Ridiculous. That was probably the biggest, you know, WWE fail <laughs> in at least the past two decades. Uh, a couple questions here. Tommy Dreamer used it as the Dreamer driver, didn't he? Yes, but he dedicated it to someone. Um, good, you know, good path on that, yes. But he de- he dedicated it to someone, <clears throat> Um I'm not going to go. I'm not going to give any more further clues, but uh, that's you're on the right track. Uh, real quick, before we get back into slammies, um, there's a question posed here. So, do you think that Sid Justice, Cycle Sid, Sid Vicious, will ever be inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame? Yeah, we talked about that um, months ago in the Flavor of the Week um, uh, topic. Just people who deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, and, and, and both both of us. I uh, think it was probably a three or four week series uh, that both Derek and I just were just naming uh, random uh, people uh, who deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. It was probably about I think we named probably about at least twenty or so names, and we discussed whether they should be in the Hall of Fame or not. Uh, yes, I, there, I don't think there's any I don't think there's any doubt that that uh, Sid should be in the Hall of Fame. He you know, he he made a, a a huge mark in both the WCW and WWE and ECW. So yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any. Uh, Louis Spicoli is the correct answer. Yes. Um, I don't think there's any doubt that uh, Sid should be in the Hall of Fame. I'd put him in the Hall of Fame. You got Pete Rose in there. Yeah, you exactly. Have Sid, I mean, yeah, he's been around since the 80s and 90s. I mean, he's always been a prominent name. He's been headliner, whether you might like him or not. I mean, he's been there. Of course he deserves to be in. He's paid his dues. He's done what he's done. If you've ever seen the Shockmaster Sid is a big yeah. factor in the Shockmaster video. So. Yes, exactly. He was supposed to be on Team Sid. Uh, he was he was uh, actually one of the opponents of, of Team Sid. At, uh, yeah, for for uh, Fall Brawl. So yeah, that that's that's a, a funny moment in, in history. Um, yeah, so that's that's a very very interesting. All right, let's go through this uh, Slammy Awards here. We have uh, Bray Wyatt promo. Dean Ambrose comes out of an ambulance, battles wide wide retreats. We 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 know we've had our fair share of uh, opinions on uh, Wyatt versus uh, Ambrose. We, we've got the predictions. Uh, we've got the TLC predictions tonight. And we also have the flavor of the week. Uh, the topic of this week will be the 1987 Slammy Awards when they were actually a lot more exciting. So uh, we're going to talk about the 1987 Slammy Awards. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, be sure to subscribe. It, it has the uh, descriptions of the flavor of the week episodes for every week. I don't know when it was. Uh, you know, if, if someone emails me or tweets me to, you know, to bring that back up to remind me for next week, um, for next week's show, I'll, I'll bring that back up of what episode it was, so you can listen to it on iTunes. But uh, I, we 
there was a series that we talked to three or four weeks that we talked about uh, names that should be in the Hall of Fame. It was a really good series that we talked about in a flavor of the week. So, you know, be sure to check that out. It was a really good conversation. Uh, so, but yeah, so let's go to Jerry Lawler presents the Diva of the Year. AJ Lee wins. I don't think there's any dispute to that either, actually. Um, yeah, I think Paige is a, is a close second to me. But uh, AJ Lee, yeah, I, I'd give it to AJ Lee. I'd give it to AJ Lee. Why would you not? Paige is doing great, but she's only been there maybe six, seven months. AJ's been there for a while. She's gone through a, a lot. As far as the divas go, and not all that E stuff, divas that goes on, AJ Lee has been the absolute prominent diva in WWE as far as Raw, as far as SmackDown pay-per-views. She has been the one that really shines and shows her true colors. Paige, a close second, but this year, AJ Lee. Enough said. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I would say that Paige would be a very, very close second. I think that, you know, their success this year is very interchangeable. Um, but, yeah, either way, either, you know, if Paige would have won it, I would have felt the same way. I would have said Asia Lee would have been a close second. I think that they were very close as far as their success this year. And, uh, yeah, I, I would definitely – so I think – I think uh, AJ Lee actually won was number one in the PWI uh, one or two in the PWI top um, uh, the top fifty or the P, the, the PWI list or uh, the top one hundred um, for for women. I think that Paige was either one or two on the list too. Uh, Gail Kim was up there. Paige was up there. Um, I think cheerleader Melissa was up there as well. Um, a lot of people would, you know, a lot of people know Chili Melissa from, uh, from TNA. She was, uh, Raka, she was Raka Khan. She managed, um, uh, uh, what's, uh, what's her name? Uh, come on, uh, <laughs> come on, uh, we are wrestling universe, uh, Raka Khan, Managed, uh, or, or, or I think she might have been the person who managed Rockacon. Uh, I, I think, yeah, she managed Rockacon. Her name was um, when she was Rockacon because she had the, the she had the headdress on, and she was. Um, oh man, I don't I don't remember when I don't remember what her name was when she was. Uh, when Chili and Melissa managed Rockacon, but uh, it'll, it'll, it'll come back to me. Um, but yeah, let's go to Adam Rose presents the LOL moment uh, of the year. Um, goes to Damian Mizdow as Mrs. Stunt Double. Absolutely, uh, right? Uh, right? Uh, Rice Saeed. That's 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 what she was. Rice Saeed. Um, that was her name when she managed uh, Rockacon. But. Uh, uh, when she was she was Alicia she was Alicia Flash and TNA, but that's not when she managed uh, uh, Raka Khan. When 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 she managed, uh, uh, oh yeah yeah uh, okay. Let me let me go back. When she managed amazing, when she managed uh, awesome Kong. When when she was 
Amazing Kong, Awesome Kong was Amazing Kong in ROH in the Indies. And Awesome Kong was managed by uh, Raisa Saeed, who was also Alisa Flash, who was also, you know, she's known by Chili to Melissa. So that's 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 how it is. Um, yeah, Amazing Kong, but Awesome Kong in, in, in TNA. Uh, but LOL on the year was uh, Damian Mizdow. I don't think there's any dispute to this. Mizdow was one of the funniest people in the entire year in WWE. I mean, Mizdow has been such a great surprise. It's been something really fun that I like to watch. I think everybody in the WWE universe likes to watch. It's been fun. I love it. All the props in the world, uh, Damian Sandow, he finally, he found himself. That's how I feel. He found himself through The Miz. Thank God for The Miz. That Damian Sandow was able to use him to uh, bring himself out and be the best that he can be. And it just really makes something out of his character. I mean, it's just been absolutely wonderful. I love it. A lot of people are behind it. Not just for the fact that, you know, The Miz is great, but also because... Sandow is great. Ms. Dow has done so much. I mean, it's it's been so much fun. I love it. I know you love it. I want to keep it going. I know there's going to be a rift and a feud between the two, but, I mean, for the most part, I mean, this has been one of the highlights of 2014 WWE. Yeah, absolutely. And just think about the LL Moment of the Year nominees last year and just how much it <laughs> <laughs> just how much has gotten much better from the, the a year. The the nominees last year was Kali and Jinder Mahal try to charm Santino's Cobra on SmackDown. Uh, Titus and the throw-ups on uh, uh, Coulter, JBL, and Michael Cole on SmackDown. Vicky Guerrero being fired as Raw GM and the Rock concert uh, at the 20th anniversary on Raw. So, and then the Rock concert won. But that's a big jump from last year because the LOL moments of the year last year was not exciting at all. Um, so a big jump for sure. So, um, yeah, so it, it's really, really interesting. Um, real quick, uh, Chili Melissa is also a very cool person, very genuine lady, deserves a lot more than she gets. Um, that's actually inspiring me to have her on the show. So I think uh, we're going to... Uh, have the team reach out to um, Melissa and, and and get her on a show here soon to to let her uh, you know let her let her you know see see her to to, to hear her uh, take on 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 TNA or or Stenton TNA and the Indies and how she is still making some big moves in the Indies to be one of the top. Uh, she she has pretty consistent years and one of the top people at PWI, so uh, she's she's really she's really good. So um, we'll reach out to her and we got some other we got some interviews coming up. So be sure to uh, pay attention to the show because uh, we got some we got some comment we got some interviews coming up here uh, real soon. And then we have Rusev and Lana entering promo. Jack Swagger comes out. And uh, brawls with Rusev and puts him in an ankle lock. Uh, I mean, I, I like the fact that they're getting really aggressive and all of that. But, I mean, 
it's going to lead to Swagger losing anyways. I mean, it's like they tried to they tried to hit the reset button, and they realized that Royal Rumble wasn't here yet, and so they just like, oh, okay, Jack Swagger, let's throw him in there. And so that's that's how this feels. That's how this angle feels. Like they just threw Jack Swagger in there because they had nobody else. Uh, granted, Sheamus would have been the guy, but he was injured. Um, you know, sometimes injuries are blessings in disguise because I, you know, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't have want to see Sheamus just job out to, to Rusev. I think he's his name has been he's been protected for for way too long for him to just job out to Rusev. They probably would have had him beat Rusev by disqualification or count out or something like that to lead to another match for Rusev to beat him. But, I mean, I like what they're doing with Rusev. I think that they're pushing him, pushing him very well. That's one. Rusev is one of the only characters that they're really doing a very good investment from start to finish to really make him a legitimate you know, heel, uh, a top heel. I really like what they're doing with him. I always compare him to Nikita Koloff. And so I, I think that they're they're doing a very good job with pushing Rusev. But, you know, and, and there's some talks that he might take the job to John Cena at WrestleMania. So essentially he just, he'll just be another Bray Wyatt because, you know, they push Bray Wyatt just to have him job to Cena on, at WrestleMania, and that really was the – that really hurt his career drastically. And, you know, maybe they'll do the same thing to Rusev. It seems like they're going to do that. I hope not. I don't I don't want to see Rusev and Cena at, at WrestleMania by any stretch. I almost don't think you'll see that. I don't know what else they're going to do with Rusev, though. I mean, who else has he got? I mean, if he goes against Sheamus, I mean, that's great, but Sheamus isn't the American hero. So it's... But you want him to be. I mean, Sheamus has been a stalemate for three years now. I mean, he's when is he going to get his chance at the at the WWE Heavyweight Championship? When, when, when? Is he not deserving of it? I don't know. I think, yeah. I mean, he's paid his dues. He's done his stuff. But as far as Rusev goes, I, just, I can't see him and Cena going at it and looking at it as a legitimate match. I mean, Cena can take Rusev in a minute. That's what they've built Cena up to be. And uh, I don't, it's not going to work. I don't think it's going to do anything to uh, to put people into the seats and really draw attention to it. So it's not going to be too much. That's not going to what That's not WrestleMania 31. I'm looking for a lot more to happen at WrestleMania 31 than just Cena and Rusev. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Absolutely. All right, let's get to RVD presents the extreme moment of the year. Uh, before we get to that, um, there's Ryback, the Usos defeating Kane and Miz and Mizdow. Uh I, I tweeted this and got a, almost got an immediate response. I tweeted that CM Punk basic CM Punk helped Ryback get a push, and and I and. I said it around the. the oh, those are basically the words that I said. I don't remember exactly what I said. Uh, you know, I, I'll pull it up. I'll, I'll get it real quick. But uh, basically, the gist of what I, the tweet that I said was uh, with the CM Punk interview, he had some disparaging things to say about Ryback. 
And basically, and I, okay, so basically what I said is I said I think CM Punk just gave Ryback a push. That, that's what I said after after the win yesterday because we've been seeing just a meteoric rise again of uh, of, of Ryback as a, as a babyface, and we're seeing a lot more now because, of course, you know, the, the CM Punk inter- interview from the Coca Bana podcast past couple of weeks has been the talk of the town, um, and he had a lot of disparaging things to say about Ryback, about him not being a good worker, and it's funny that Jericho was asked if he was you know a, a stiff worker and he said no not with me <laughs> he didn't he he wasn't a bad worker with with Chris Jericho but i think that the, the disparaging words that that punk had to say to Ryback about Ryback i think it it, it seems like the WWE is going to take advantage of that and actually push Ryback because Ryback you know had some indirect things to say about CM Punk's interview on Twitter so it seems like the WD may be taking advantage of that and pushing Ryback. I'm okay with the Ryback push. I think they need a new, fresh baby face. I just don't think that he'll get a push over Roman Reigns. But, heck, give him a mid-card title. I'd, I'd be totally fine with Ryback versus Rusev at WrestleMania for the U.S. title. That'd be great. Hey, uh, that would be something... Interesting to see, and I would like to see something like that. But just the powers that be just doesn't really want to see that to happen. And uh, not too much is asked for that. However, I don't know. I mean, where does Sting fit in all this? Where does Sting fit in the picture? I mean, it's already it's December, and we're already thinking about WrestleMania. I mean, we still have the Royal Rumble to go through, and the Royal Rumble to me is almost a stepping stage to WrestleMania. So what happens there is going to happen at WrestleMania, and yeah. we still have TLC, even to think about that. So, I mean, we have we have a, a pay-per-view, a no-name pay-per-view that no one cares about, to a pay-per-view that a lot of people care about, being Royal Rumble, February and yeah. March, and then you got WrestleMania. A lot can happen in between then, and I hope we look back at this episode of Pancakes and Power Slams and say, wow, WrestleMania blew our minds, and we didn't know this was going yeah. to happen. But it's almost like, yeah, we almost predicted it, which I don't want to be the predictor. <laughs> yeah. Real quick, uh, interesting post here on the WeAreWrestling.net uh, live stream uh, comment board. Uh, Eric uh, Veras, uh, I hope I pronounced your last name right. I apologize if I didn't. Uh, his personal WWE Hall of Fame 2015 list is Sting, Ravis, and Rick Rude. Uh, the Fabulous Freebirds, Christian if he's fully retired, The Doctor of Style Slick, Medusa, and Cindy Lauper. I think that's a really good list. Um, and everybody knows I'm a huge Sting Mark. He's my all-time favorite wrestler in the, in, the entire world. Uh, I would take Sting out of the 2015 list, though. I would uh, I would put Savage in there just because, and I, you know, this is nothing to do with my affinity towards Sting. I'm just, you know, I'm a... Uh, fair is fair. I live a fair is fair life, um, and I think that Randy Savage should get first dibs on the WWE Hall of Fame uh, than Sting. I think the Sting should headline 2016. I don't think the Sting and Savage should be in the same one because they're both headliners. 
I think that uh, Savage should get this 2015 one, especially since they're on the D, since they had the uh, the DVD, and then you know he's mentioned their network and featured. So yeah, I think that they're kind of letting the bygones be bygones with with Savage. So Savage should get the 16. You know, of course, it would be posthumously, but uh, he would get the 2015 nod for me. Rude, absolutely. Freebirds, absolutely. Christian, yes. Slick, yes. Uh, I would have one diva. Um, I would I would take one for 2016. I would put Medusa for 15, Lopper for 16, and in in exchange for Lopper, I would do uh, British Bulldog. I would uh, either you know uh, either the British Bulldog. Either David Boy Smith or the British Bulldogs as a team. I think that David Boy Smith has made made a better impression from a long run point of view than the British Bulldogs as a whole. So to, personally, I would just put David Boy Smith in there. Um, but the British Bulldogs definitely made a, a huge statement while they were in the WWE. Yeah, I definitely put. Macho Man this year, Sting next year, because Sting's going to make his mark in 2015. So 2016 will make much sense for the being the WWE Hall of Fame. Macho Man, I mean, you can't, ah, oh, man, he's got a new DVD. I, I want to see it so bad. I haven't seen it yet. But, I mean, the thing is, I already know everything about the Macho Man, so the DVD will just be a refresher course. However, yeah. it's that's the, yeah. I'm excited with Sting. Come on, I, I was, Sting should have almost showed his face again by now, just to keep people interested. I almost want to see Where's Sting. The... Raw, Raw seriously needs it. Raw has been so lackluster lately. Yeah. We need a, Raw. We need. Yeah. We need a face lift. Something. Yeah. Yeah, they need a facelift for sure. I totally agree with that. All right, let's uh let's let's get to let's 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 skim let's skim through these awards here. We have uh Ricky Steamboat presenting the match of the year, Team Cena versus Team Authority. I think that, that was a horrible choice. Absolutely horrible choice. Um AJ Lee we'll, we'll get but we'll talk about the awards after I say the 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 uh, the matches. AJ, AJ Lee defeats Summer Rae. There's not nothing to talk about there. Chris Jericho wins the extreme moment of the year. Uh, your boy Fandango accepts. That's the craziness that I was talking about before. Fandango accepts on behalf of Chris Jericho because he beat him over a year and a half ago. It makes absolutely no sense to me. It was just a ridiculous. It, it was ridiculous <laughs> just to even think about. Um, and then Booker what, T. You said it wrong. What's that? Fandango. I'm, I'm sorry. It's Fandango. Um, Booker T, he presents the Superstar of the Year Award, dog. Roman Reigns wins the award, man. John Cena defeats Big Show by DQ, and then we see a big, you know, uh, we see a big slobber knocker fest. Cena attacked by Rollins and J&J. Ziggler, Rowan, Harper, Ryback, and Kane all get involved. Uh, some some AA well we got a the Harper did a face a face buster on on the through the table and show gets AA and Ziggler gets some KO punched and Ryback cleans house gets 
he, he gets uh, hit multiple times by cane, chair shots, and all types of crap. Uh, but the heel, uh, Cena gets curb stomped and, and shield power bombed, shield style power bombed, and the the baby, the, the heels gets the last laugh before you know before the show went off to lead into TLC. Um, you know, I wasn't really excited about that. You know, to, as far as the, the matches are concerned, as far as the awards are concerned, Team Cena versus Team Authority was a horrible choice for match of the year. I think the match of the year was uh, Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan at Royal Rumble. Uh, out of the uh, out of the choices, I would uh, out of the choices Daniel Bryan versus uh, Batista versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania. That was that was a good match as well. Um, as far as the uh, extreme moment of the year, I'm cool with Jericho uh, with that uh, crossbody body blocking Bray Wyatt. As far as superstar of the year concerned, I'm a I'm a Roman Reigns guy. I like Roman Reigns. I think he's the future. I think he's the guy for the WWE. But he didn't deserve superstar of the year. I, there's no way he would he superstar of the year. If anybody it would have been Brock Lesnar because he beat Taker and won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. See, stuff like that is going to make people not like Roman Reigns because yeah, okay, if it was 100%, I can see I, that, that's why I really can't side with the reporting that it was those votes. The votes were 100% legit. Those votes might have been a factor in some of them, but I, I think somebody from PW Torch said something that he believed there was rigged too. I don't. I, I don't think that that was authentic. I, I'm a Roman Reigns guy, but they need to really treat his character very delicately, and they're not doing it at all. So, him winning the Superstar of the Year award, I I'm not buying that whatsoever. I'm not buying it. Brock Lesnar should have got it. Brock Lesnar is the one this year. When I think of 2014 in WWE, I want to think of Brock Lesnar just for the fact that he beat the streak, and he's been one of those. I mean, he's not there that much, but that just builds to his mystique, and we've talked about that a lot this week. But not this week. I'm sorry. This year. So it's. This year, 2014, has been Brock Lesnar. According to Pancakes and Power Slams, the only source that anybody should care about when it comes to wrestling, that's it. As in Brock Lesnar has been the 2014 Wrestler of the Year. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Flavor of the Week coming up. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week. Real quick, 1997 Slammy Awards. It started in 96, but it was more of a music special. I'm just going to go through all the uh, 1997. We don't have much time because we got to get into predictions here for TLC. We got Best Performance by an Animal. <laughs> Gene Orkley presents an Animal Steel, as uh, uh, Jesse Brentura would say. George the Animal Steel is his, <laughs> what he went by, but... Uh, he, but Jesse Ventura would always call him Animal Steel. Um, he beat Frankie, Damien, and Matilda. Miss Elizabeth, Elizabeth wins the Woman of the Year, presented by the Honky Sonk Man and Jimmy Hart. She defeats Sherry Martell, Febus Mula, Dolly Parton, and Yoko Ono. <laughs> and this is 1987 again. Jim Dugan 
presents Best Ring Appeal. Harley Race defeats Demolition. Randy Savage, Honky Tonk Man, and David Boy Smith, which I think Savage should have won that. Well, uh, and Dynamite Kid, the British Bulldogs, uh, were nominees. The Hulk Hogan presents the Real American Award. Billy Graham won. It wasn't any other nominees. Jesse Ventura presents the Jesse the Body Award. Rick Rude defeats Brutz Reed, Ultimate Warrior, Hercules, and Sherry Martell. Uh, greatest Hit, uh, Dugan beats uh, Andre, Honky Tonk Man, Bama Bigelow, and Tito Santana. Let's skim through the rest of them. Uh, Miss Elizabeth wins the Manager of the Year. Personal Best Personal Hygiene, uh, Volkov, Zukov, and, and, and Slick. Best Vocal Performance, Dugan. Song of the Year, uh, no winner. The envelope was uh, eaten by Sika. Uh, one Man Game uh, won the best group. Um, humanitarian of the Year was DiBiase. Best head was uh, uh, Oakland and Bigelow. And then uh, the Bobby Brain Heenan Scholarship Award was won, won by the Islanders. So, um, Any thoughts on that, Derek? Yeah, any thoughts? Hey, just imagine if this was 1987 right now. And we're pancakes and power slams. That wouldn't exist because the podcast didn't exist back then. But yeah, you know, just imagine if this was uh, here live radio and we're talking about 1987, how wrestling's in the tubes and this is garbage, this is garbage. Everything's going to get better in the future. But anyway, let's get to the predictions. Yep. All right. We have for the predictions for TLC 2014. Uh, we have uh, we have uh, the ladder match between Ziggler and Luke Harper. I've uh, he I've got uh, we we got to hurry. I've got Ziggler winning. Oh, no, no, I've got Harper winning. I think Harper will, will can retain. I think Ziggler's gonna win. I got Ziggler. I hope I hope so. I've got Bella defeating uh, AJ Lee. Yeah, big deal. AJ Lee's gonna win. Rusev defeating Ziggler. Uh, Swagger, excuse me. Yep, I got that. Rusev win. I got Rowan defeating uh, Big Show in the Steers match. Yep, I got that too. Big Show. I got uh, Miz and Miz Dow defeating Usos in the tag match. Yes, of course. Miz Dow's going to take that. Yep, Cena defeating Rollins. He keeps his title shot. Yeah, Cena. I got it. Uh, I've got New Day defeating Goldust and Star uh, Golden Stardust in the uh, pre-show. Nope. Stardust. Golden Stardust. Nah. Ryback defeating Kane in chairs match. Yeah, Ryback's going to win. And I got Bray Wyatt defeating Ambrose in the TLC match. Nope, not going to happen. Ambrose will make it through. I hope Ambrose wins, but I think they've got a little bit more in, in Bray Wyatt. Thank you so much for con- for continuing to watch, uh, to listen to Pancakes and Power. Power Slams. Be sure to catch us next week for the for the aftermath of TLC. Until next week, enjoy your week of wrestling. Enjoy TLC. Day loves Elijah, and God bless. Goodbye. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.